That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to the Great America Saturday Show. Great to have you with us. Good news out of D.C. this week. President Trump's election interference case in Washington, D.C., postponed indefinitely. The Marxist Dems planning to persecute Trump and interfere with the 2024 election just isn't working out quite like they figure. It seems almost every Biden administration employee is a regurgitated, recycled Marxist who previously worked either in the Obama White House or the DNC. Good old John Podesta will take over for departing climate czar John Kerry. One Marxist fills in for another Marxist. Our first guest today is investigative reporter Julie Kelly. And Julie, great to have you back with us, and congratulations on all of your great reporting. It's good to talk with you. Apparently, these Marxists are sticking together in our judiciary. Maybe they'll go down together. What do you think? Right. So this is the appeal of Judge Chutkin's broad gag order that she imposed against uh, the president and his legal team and others She imposed that in August of last year. So, of course, Trump's team appealed that. Uh, It went to um, the three uh, three judge panel, the appellate court and the appellate panel, of course. Now, I will say they did strip away quite a bit of Judge Chutkin's gag order. I was actually surprised. They did tell her to remove special counsel Jack Smith. Um, from being criticized by the president, saying he's a public servant, he's a public figure, and he is subjected he to public criticism of his work. So they did gut her gag order quite a bit, but overall they upheld it. This was the three-judge panel. And then what happens, Lou, is then the Trump's team, the appellate, can go back and ask for the entire D.C. Circuit Court to hear the arguments against the gag order, and that's what was denied. So that's really just the next step in the process before Trump's lawyers then can file cert 
before the Supreme Court and have them take up the issue. So it's more of a procedural issue. I'll tell you, Lou, the D.C. Circuit Court is packed with Obama appointees. Mm -hmm. Really wouldn't have mattered if what they call the en banc, the full court, would have heard this. They're going to uphold Judge Chutkin's order, uh, the framework of it anyway, just as this panel did. So not a huge loss, but it does enable Trump's team now to go to the Supreme Court. Well, at least at least there is a something of a pyrrhic victory in that uh, he can still lambaste uh, the junkyard jackal Jack Smith, the special counsel. Uh, that has to hearten him secretly, if not uh, uh, publicly. Uh, I would think he would feel that way. Uh, where does it, do you really think it goes to the Supreme Court? Do they take the case? You know what, Lou? I don't know. The Supreme Court um, is being inundated, as you know, with Trump cases, 2024 election cases, and other matters dealing with the DOJ's prosecution of January 6th. So they already have quite a few issues on their docket. We know that um, next month they will hear the uh the lawsuit seeking to overturn the Colorado Supreme Court ruling that removed Trump from the ballot. We also know that the Supreme Court has accepted um, hearing the appeal of the 1512C2 obstruction of an official proceeding felony that's been slapped against more than 300 January 6 defendants and represents half of Jack Smith's four count indictment against Trump in Washington. Those oral arguments are expected to be scheduled for either March or April. Um, there are other things. We certainly know the presidential immunity appeal. Um, that was heard by a three-judge panel on January 9th. Uh, we are fully expecting that to end up at the Supreme Court as well. So will they grant cert in this gag order um, to, to consider this, I, I don't know. I mean, the Supreme, they can't really, I guess they could take up everything, will they? No, because they're a political body, as we know. So they may just let it stand. I'm not even 100% convinced Trump's lawyers will take this to the Supreme Court because in its current form, yes, it's unfair, but it is uh, workable in terms of criticizing Jack Smith, criticizing the DOJ, um, criticizing the judge, so there are limitations, but nothing that's overly, um, I think, restraining. So what is he uh, left with in terms of uh, uh, being prohibited from speaking? Uh, it's a it, the gag order. It seemed to me was motivated primarily by Chutkin and uh, Jack Smith wanting to preserve their their sensitive little selves from the tongue lashing of Donald Trump. That's true. And that is why it was sort of amusing to see the uh, three judge panel, I, I believe, and I'm writing on something now, I, I think they were all Democrats, actually, um, at least two of them were Democrats who expressed skepticism at the breadth, at the at the scope of Judge Chutkin's gag order. And as I said, gutted major parts of it. So he is able to speak, but keep in mind, Lou, you know, all of the proceedings for the January 6th trial in Washington right now are on hold until they can settle the presidential immunity question. Um, so this March 4th trial date is pretty much off the books, and Judge yeah. Chutkin kind of admitted that recently. Um, so it seems like the gag order issue, again, I don't know what Team Trump is going to do, but... We can see with Donald Trump's 
uh, you know, speeches. Uh, he's not feeling too constrained. Um, so I think the gag order is less less of a concern to them now that the appellate panel weighed in. And, and as I said, changed a lot of what Judge Chutkin originally ordered. You know, speaking of uh, gag orders and, and gag orders that don't work, Engeron in the New York uh, State Court, Judge Engeron, Losing control of his court as uh, final arguments are, are, are unfolding. Uh, Donald Trump taking over the courtroom as he's defying the judge's direct order. Uh, he goes after everyone in the room. He does it uh, intelligently. He does it uh, firmly. Uh, and it was just remarkable to see uh, Donald Trump take over that courtroom. And the judge, the judge had no control and had no way in the world in which to deal with it, because every word that, that, that in my opinion, President Trump uttered was absolutely true. Uh, that's just that was just a remarkable performance. And I would think that would scare the Dickens out of federal judges. Well, look, I think overall, Lou, the American people, especially people on the right, uh, are fully aware of the corruption of the Department of Justice and what they are capable and willing to do to not just take down Trump, his associates like Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro, who were convicted of contempt of Congress, and now 1,200 plus Trump supporters, mostly Trump supporters, who have been raided, arrested, um, charged, and you know taken plea deals or convicted by a D.C. jury for January 6th. But I think more broadly, Lou, people are waking up to this crisis we have in the judiciary. And these activist judges, whether it's someone like Tanya Chutkin, who is the Obama appointee, or Engeron, or some of these other judges, that we can't trust the judiciary to protect the rights of defendants, especially if his last name is Donald Trump, or tied to Donald Trump, um, and protect the defendants' rights, and, and rein in an out-of-control DOJ or state prosecutors to make sure that they are enforcing the laws equally. That is the job of a judge. And I think just overall, this has been a big wake up call for those on the right who still, you know, maybe think that, that the DOJ and these state prosecutors and these judges are acting the way that we expect them to. And that just isn't the case. And so this is just another institutional crisis in America due to the politicization of, uh, of these institutions and the, the judiciary in particular. We're talking with the great investigative reporter, Julie Kelly, uh, at uh, Real Clear Investigations, uh, and you, uh, you read her all over and you hear about her here on the uh, Great America podcast a great deal because we have the highest respect for her and her reporting, and we're going to come back with her. And I think, Julie, I think everybody would like to get a sense uh, of your thought, of your thinking right now about that 5-4 decision where Justice Roberts and Justice Amy Coney Barrett decided to go left wing and go against the state of Texas on that uh, border border trial. We're coming right back with Julie Kelly. Stay with us. 
Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Julie Kelly. And I want to ask you about that 5-4 decision. First of all, it was, it was remarkable that they did not have arguments beforehand, uh, that they did not uh, hand down opinions uh, with their ruling 5-4 uh, decision. Uh, it, it's stunning because of the magnitude of what they did, inciting uh, with basically the most corrupt presidential uh, regime in American history against uh, a, uh, a robust uh, and... Uh, and resolute state government, particularly in the person of uh, Governor Greg Abbott. Your your thoughts on what what motivated the Supreme Court in doing this? So, Lou, I, I have to say I haven't followed this closely. I did see the headlines. My understanding is that there's mm -hmm. more to come on this lawsuit. Um, but I think it speaks to the frustration uh, that the right feels, especially the MAGA base, that we can't depend on the Supreme Court, certainly not these judges who everyone fought so hard for, including Amy Coney Barrett, to get seated on the Supreme Court, only to be disappointed once again by their decisions. And this goes back to, of course, their failure to address any of the election lawsuits filed in 2020 or 2021. Um, they just don't seem to have the courage to take on these big fights that we need them to and be the stopgap for this lawless regime that is really putting our country in jeopardy. So, you know, I, I think that it, it's just one more example of the right being disappointed in these judicial picks. And it's certainly understandable. Yeah, I, I I think my first thought was uh, was uh, that I was going to be, <laughs> I thought I would be disappointed, but I didn't think it would be on uh, anything near this measure. Uh, and so now I'm just outraged. Uh, I am angry. I am furious with the Supreme Court because it has become a joke like every other uh, part of our, our government. Uh, right now, as it stands with that 5-4 decision, the Supreme Court has now aligned itself with the Biden regime, the corrupt Justice Department, 
government, uh, the corrupt FBI, the corrupt uh, intelligence community. Uh, I can't find anywhere to turn to to any agency within any department that isn't run by Marxist Dems. Uh, They cited in this decision straightforwardly uh, uh, with the Mexican drug cartels that are killing 100,000, at least 100,000 Americans a year without consequence, without response from the United States. Uh, This is a court that is now, it appears, uh, absolutely a tool of the Marxist Dems. Well, let's hope that they change change course a little bit as these legal matters related to Trump and January 6th and the 2024 election end up on their docket. Um, We really need the Supreme Court to reverse how the DOJ has been using 1512C2 obstruction of an official proceeding, the post-Enron felony. Um, They really need to reverse that and give the DOJ and all these federal judges a well-deserved overdue smackdown for the weaponization of that evidence tampering law that has turned peaceful protesters into convicted lifetime felons. So we need them to demonstrate some courage on that. We, of course, need them to demonstrate courage on the Colorado Supreme Court issue that will be before them next month and other things, other matters, especially presidential immunity from criminal prosecution. This will be a landmark Supreme Court decision, just like the decision by Obama appointee Judge Chutkin arguing that a president's acts in office can be subject to criminal prosecution. That's a first. So the Supreme Court will have to weigh in on that as well. We will need more courage from them. So let's you know, let's hope that they demonstrate that because these are going to be permanent decisions with a permanent lasting impact on the country. Not the very least of which is will we continue now start the spiral where presidents prosecute their predecessors try to throw them in jail on bogus charges, just like we see in banana republics. Is that the future for this country? That will be a decision made by the Supreme Court. Yeah, unfortunately, it's it's our present reality. Uh, this is all contemporaneous. Uh, we are watching a, a corrupt federal government uh, there is no question whatsoever about who controls the government in every quarter, and that is the Marxist Dems who control the Democrat Party and the deep state. Uh, do I wish that they would grant complete immunity to a sitting president? I don't see any other intelligent answer to the question. Do we want a president not to be immune to prosecution? I think the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, we're, we're watching a court system, as you said, and I think it's fascinating because I hadn't really thought about it the way you expressed it. This court system, the federal court system is inundated, the D.C. Uh, court system is inundated with all sorts of actions uh, from uh, plaintiffs and prosecutors uh, seeking some sort of resolution that all stems from the the anarchy of the 2020 presidential election. 
uh, I, but to think that they're the ones who are burdened while the president of the United States has to alternate between going to a campaign rally, uh, going to a, uh, a victory rally in New Hampshire, then a New York court, then a, a Georgia court. Uh, I, I mean, it's just it's inexplicable that we are demanding this and permitting this uh, interference by the Justice Department and this administration, the Biden administration in the 2024 election. And right now they're getting away with it. Well, they certainly are. And Lou, look, the federal courts in Washington have already drastically changed how we have handled traditionally, say, executive privilege. Judge Chutkin and the appellate court judges have basically eliminated executive privilege protections for a former president. Joe Biden did it. He was the first to refuse to confer executive privilege to his predecessor, the first president in history. The courts have upheld that, forcing Donald Trump to turn over his records to the January 6th Select Committee, forcing him to turn them over, of course, to Special Counsel Jack Smith. Uh, the chief judge of the district court, Beryl Howell, another Obama appointee, took the extraordinary step of piercing attorney-client privilege between a former president and his lawyer, forcing Evan, Evan Corcoran to turn over personal and privileged records to Jack Smith about his communications with Donald Trump in the classified documents case. Um, and furthermore, even more egregiously, Beryl Howell allowed Jack Smith to circumvent the normal process for executive privilege, um, forcing Twitter, issuing a search warrant, forcing Twitter to turn over all of Donald Trump's Twitter records, including DMs, and other private, what would be privileged records, forced Twitter to turn those over to Jack Smith and added a non-disclosure order preventing Twitter from telling Donald Trump about it. So these are radical changes that have already been made by this court system that people are not paying attention to, but will have dire consequences, uh, it, certainly for the, for the next president, um, you know, it, and certainly for, for Donald Trump right now. Coming up next, the border siege continues under the Biden regime. Border apprehensions hitting an all-time high for the month of December. Former Director of Immigration and Customs Enforcement Tom Holman with us this weekend. We're coming right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Joining us now, as promised, Tom Holman. He was director of ICE under President Trump. And Tom, great to have you back with us. 
Let's start it with securing the border. Can you believe anybody will buy this administration's nonsense? Well, it seems like a few people up in the hill are buying it, but uh, Tom Homer's not going to buy it. I did it for 30 years. Look, five, the numbers right now between five and 6,000 days. And what they're going to do, they're still going to get seven, eight, nine thousand days. They just increase those that bring to a port of entry that they don't count as an illegal entry, right? right? So the only deal out there that makes sense to me is HR2. Yeah, for the House bill. And uh, and I agree, but, you know, that's not going to happen because it actually does something to secure the border. Uh, and the left is never going to go with that. And and what I love is that uh, James Langford, that senator from Oklahoma, he just got censured by the Republican Party of Oklahoma for being a, uh, you know, uh, being lower than a, you know, a snake's belly. Uh, the guy is is a ordained minister, I think. But he missed some theology lessons, I'm guaranteeing you, and he missed a lot of integrity lessons. He's out trying to sell amnesty to people. Uh, it's just the ignorance of Mitch McConnell and uh, th- these guys in that Senate, but uh, Langford trying to sell this to the House. Do you think Mike Johnson will buy this bull? He better not. He better not. Look, I, I said the other day, I did, I did a show the other day, I said, Langford, who's he negotiating with? He's sitting down talking to Alejandro Mayorkas. That's like negotiating with a with a terrorist about about you know how to put out a fire. We can't be doing that. And why does Lambert got this? Why does he have it? What's what's he, what's his knowledge and experience with immigration related legislation? I don't know. He's even the point guy. But Mike Johnson better not go for it because I think the Freedom Caucus the, and most of the Republican Party in the House agrees with me that HR2 works, and it's not a matter of, will it work? We know it works, because most of us trust policies. We've proven it's effective. So we shouldn't negotiate against ourselves. We should put HR2, and I'll tell you, I am so, I'm at the point now, shut it down. Shut it down, we can't get HR2. At what point is it enough to shut it down when we got over 300 people off the terrorist watch list on the southern border? We got 112,000 dead American fentanyl. We got 1,700 dead migrants in U.S. soil. We got a 600% increase in child and female sex trafficking across the border. When's, when is it time to shut it down? You couldn't be more right. And uh, Mitch McConnell instead is talking about uh, you know, amnesty. He's pushing it, push Langford out. Langford is such a tool. I cannot get over him uh, being this stupid uh, individually. I knew that he was a rhino, but a stupid rhino, allowing himself to have this blazoned across his forehead that he's a traitor to the, both the Republican Party and the country it is outrageous what we're seeing. Uh, I I don't know where this goes, but I do know this, that we're looking at two articles of impeachment revealed today for uh, Mayorkas in the House. They're they're very serious about impeaching him, and it looks like it's going to happen uh, just just ahead of what will be the Biden impeachment. Uh, Mayorkas lying through his teeth day after day after day about a secure border. And no one does anything. Uh, you know, my assumption is, Tom, the man is, you know, he and Biden both are getting a cut from the cartels because I don't see any other way to explain it. Do you? In 2014 and 2015, he was deputy secretary of Jay Johnson. And he knows we had a family surge back then. He knows how we stopped it. So now he's a secretary. What is he doing? He's not holding him. He's not detaining him. They're not seeing the judge. And ICE isn't even looking for him. They're not looking to remove him. He's doing the complete opposite of what he knows worked in 2014, 2015.
What do you think? Uh, I I'm, I tell everybody, in my judgment, the the Biden administration would have to enforce the border secu- uh, border security effectively and then really turned over the border to the Mexican drug cartels. They are in, they are in control, in my opinion, on both sides of that border, all 2000 miles of it. What do you think? I think the, I agree the the Mexican criminal cartels have operational control of our southern border. They decide what comes in, who comes in, where it comes in, and when it comes in. And that's just not my opinion based on three days. You talk to most chief patrol agents who are brave enough to speak out, they'll tell you the same thing. Matter of fact, one chief patrol agent used a term with me, broken arrow. He says, Tom, I can't contain what's coming across. I'm maybe catching 10%. So yeah, the criminal cartels, they have operation control over the southern border, and this administration handed it to them. You know, no one celebrated this election when the cartels, because based on Joe Biden's promises during the campaign, they knew they were back in business. Yeah, it, it's it's just so ugly, and the gutless wonders that we have in both the in both the Senate and the House, frankly. But those four border states, Greg Abbott stands up and absolutely tells the Biden administration to go to hell. He's going to pursue the Article Four uh, invasion clause. He's going to defend the state of Texas. Uh, I, I think the man is a hero of, of our times to do this. 25 states agree with him. 10 are sending their National Guardsmen down to help him, uh, uh, to help the state of Texas defend the border. Uh, your thoughts? 100% behind Greg Abbott. He should be the Secretary of Homeland Security. He's done more to secure this border than anybody in this administration. Every ounce of cocaine, I mean, every ounce of fentanyl or other drugs his troopers seize are less overdose deaths in the United States. Every illegal and they arrest and charge trespassing is one less gotaway. At least they're getting vetted and we fingerprint and make sure they're not terrorists. I said, Greg Abbott has done more to secure this border than anybody. And, and now he, he, he's, he's, he's declared an invasion. He has taken uh, action on the southern border. I, I stand behind him 100%. I tell him, go for it. Don't back down. I think he's doing the right thing for the safety and security of not only Texas, but for the United States. We're talking with Tom Holman, former director of Immigration and Customs Enforcement we're going to continue the discussion about why is the Biden administration begging China to cut down the precursors and ingredients and fentanyl that they're shipping to the drug cartels in Mexico. We'll take that up with Tom Holman here next. Stay with us. We're coming right back. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Tom Holman, and we're talking about border security, the Biden administration, and just rank corruption across the four border states, uh, on the border uh, and in those states. Tom, I think it's interesting that Abbott gets all of this support from 25 states, but not any support from New Mexico, Arizona, or California, the other three border states with Texas. Uh, did it surprise you at all? I said the other day, I think, I think Texas is going to be successful. These governors need to step up. I don't care. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care what party you're affiliated with. If you don't think this is the biggest national security vulnerability in this nation, then you're an idiot. You shouldn't be a governor. I don't care what party you're from. So they better get ready because it's getting more, it's going to get worse. Yeah, you know, I have a a strange feeling that uh, Greg Abbott is going to kick Joe Biden's butt. Uh, I think Joe Biden and uh, Alejandro Mayorkas overstepped uh, when they retaliated to stop the LNG and gas exports because Abbott was securing the border. They overstepped. Uh, actually, the Supreme Court uh, did did the Joe Biden administration no favors when they they, they sided uh, with the Mexican drug cartels and the Biden administration with that five to four vote. Uh, I th- I think that there is no doubt so long as Abbott persists uh, and, and maintains his present stance, he will prevail and this will look all the worse for Joe Biden, and it will illuminate exactly who he, Mayorkas, and his administration really are. Uh, what do you think of that idea? This is by design. Like I said, Alejandro Mayorkas knows how we closed the border down before. We have HR2, which has proven effective. If you're really serious about shutting down the border, we have a plan that we don't think is going to work. We know it's worked because it worked on the last administration. Right. Mexico's going to take unprecedented action in a few months to get those down, then Marcus is going to take more to the port of entry, which means you get then he can claim less illegal entries between the ports. Between what Mayorkas is shell game and what Mexico is about to do, they're going to try to fool the American people that border is under under better control. Yeah, and you know we've already seen the you know this work, uh, the summer of love, riots, arson, murders all across the country, burning federal courthouses, uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and guess what? Miraculously, it all stopped in the fall and like it never happened uh, going into Election Day. Uh, and I think you're right. We're going to see the same thing uh, in Mexico on the border. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I, I, I unfortunately, I, I really think uh, that uh, the national news media would resolve this if they had the guts to report what was really going on. Uh, this time, it's pretty clear. Everybody knows that Biden is corrupt. Seventy percent of the people in this country know he's corrupt. Uh, and when they think about all of the money that uh, the Biden family got from Ukraine, uh, from various other Eastern European uh Hell holes, if you will, uh, and from China itself, millions from China. 
wonder it's just it, it's hard not to wonder just how much money how big the money is that the cartels are giving him to keep that border wide open uh, it's it, it, the sums have to be enormous what do you think well there's got to be a reason why we got over 100,000 Americans that died from fentanyl poisoning that's that's more deaths american deaths than, than any terrorist organization in the world is responsible for why hasn't the White House, why hasn't Joe Biden took an action against China, knowing that the precursors come from China? Demand action. He hasn't done a single thing. If President Trump is in office, he would hold China accountable. He would hold Mexico accountable. If they didn't take action, President Trump would. But this administration has done nothing to slow down the fentanyl flow. In fact, I testified on the Hill two weeks ago, the Democrats still push that most of the fentanyl is smuggled in the United States by U.S. citizens through the port of entry. That is a bunch of hogwash. I did this for three decades. The criminal cartels in Mexico are going to use a rather least resistance. In fact, last month, in several different sectors, pulled every single uniform off the line to process. You don't think the criminal cartels had a field day with that? Even the Democrats on the Hill are, are supporting this nonsense that U.S. citizens are smuggling the fentanyl in the United States. It's just ridiculous. Well, they're ridiculous, they're evil, uh, they're violent, they're corrupt, and they are everywhere in this country right now, every state, as you well know. Uh, and as we said, they own the border. We're talking with Tom Holman, the former director of Immigration and Customs Enforcement. And Tom, uh, as we wrap up here, your concluding thoughts on what you think will happen uh, in, in terms of the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. Do you think they'll be successful? I don't think the Senate will vote for it. I think we got, we, look, I, there's even a few Republicans in the House that are swaying right now. Sex trafficking is up 600%. Criminal cartels are making billions of dollars. Criminal cartels now operate in over 40 countries. They're in every major city in the United States. And the terrorist threat, he knows they've arrested over 300 people off the terrorist watches on the southern border in three years. For Trump, we have 11 and four. For those actions alone, if they don't impeach him, there's something very wrong with this system. And I hope and pray they do. I hope it's successful. But I have my doubts because, as you said earlier, we got some rhinos that care more about getting reelected than doing the right thing for the American people. And who knows? Maybe they are also getting a cut out of the deal. Uh, Tom, we thank you for being with us. It's great to talk to you, my friend. Thanks for being with us. Uh, and God bless you. Tom Holman. Thanks, Lou. I appreciate you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Our guest here tomorrow on the Great America Sunday Show will be former White House stenographer Mike McCormick and America First candidate for Congress from the great state of Ohio, J.R. Majewski. Please join us for that tomorrow and each and every weekday. Please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight on Rumble, Twitter, and Frank Speech at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight and check out LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. Thanks for being with us. May God bless America.